like you a lot. Maybe we could hang out or something. Maybe we could have a podcast or something. Uh, hello, and welcome to <laughs> Girls with Tattoos. I'm Anna Shahash. And I'm Keely Dennis. We missed y'all. We <laughs> really did. <laughs> Although nobody texted me saying, hey, where was the episode? So fuck y'all for not even... No one cared no at one all. No one cared at all, except for Amelia. Shout out to Amelia. Uh, yes, shout out to Amelia. I got to meet a fan this weekend. <laughs> she was like, oh, Kaylee. And I was like, how do they know each other? I, I, I assumed that we had met when I was drunk and <laughs> that like I was going to be an asshole if I acted like I didn't know her. So I, well, I was going to go for it. I was going to be like, oh my god, it's, I'm so good to see you again. Yeah. But then she immediately was like, I'm a fan of the podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> I love you, Amelia. So and cute. I'm so happy I got to meet you. You're beautiful and you looked really cute in your little black dress that oh, night. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes, work it, girl. Hi. Hey, should we explain why we've been gone for so long? Why not? It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> so last week we tried to record an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it got like, th- how long? 15 Tw- minutes? 20 minutes? 20 minutes in, and it was 20 minutes of us bickering like, the entire time. Like a married couple. Like, completely. It was, like, God, both of our tensions were just like rising more and more, and <sighs> we both were like, you know what, I'll, let's just stop this now. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and then, and I think we did, or we saw each other the next day, and it was totally fine. But yeah. in that moment, it was, like, not good. I know. I texted you. I felt... Yeah. I, I was, I was, I was, I was, like, I was so... I don't know what it was. I was just annoyed. Yeah. And I was, like, I need to be... Not the mature... I need to be mature for myself. I'm going to be mad at myself tomorrow if I don't text her and apologize right now. Yeah. And also, I should... Like, for you, of course. Well, no. But, like, you know that I would have never expected it. Yeah. And, like, it was fine. But as a good friend, I should have. And And I'm happy I did because I did... Like, I always forget, when you're in those really pissed off moments, if you just force yourself to, like, text, like, hey, I'm sorry for being annoying and... Like poking a bear or whatever. I don't know. You're not a bear. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> uh, I am a bear. Thank you very much. <laughs> but like, if you just force yourself to say I'm sorry, like it'll you'll get over it immediately. But yeah. you never want to because you're stuck in your little like head, mm-hmm. just being annoyed. Well, and like it's almost it, like you. It makes you feel better, and it kind of is like self preservation because you're like, look, I apologize. I I did a bad thing, and I said sorry. So if you, like if it doesn't get resolved, yeah. it's because you didn't want to get over it either. So like, yeah, it kind of like puts you in, like, the best position, I think. Kind of, yeah. I I wish I was the kind of person that when I said I'm sorry, I didn't expect the other person to, you know, get over it immediately, but I am. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, it's not that I expect them to get over it immediately, it's that, like, if they... Let's like, open up a healthy dialogue now. <laughs> yeah, like, if they, you know, I'm trying to think of how I'm trying to explain it. Like... They don't have to get it over immediately, but, like, they can't expect me to do anything else because I've already done, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Like, mm-hmm. they, they don't, I don't... No, I get that. They don't need, they shouldn't want me or need me to, like, make it up to them in any way. Like, I, I did something bad, I apologize. Like, the next thing that I could do is just never do it again kind yeah. of thing. So. Yeah. No, yeah. But. Uh, yeah. I don't want to talk, I mean, I was... I'm gonna, I want to drop it now because I don't want to start talking about what... Because it was a stupid little... Yeah. I don't even know what, what it was, but it was so small, so I'm happy it was very small. we're over it. But it's just funny because, like, it... it <laughs> we were just, like, not even wanting I know, to... Yeah, literally, it got to that point where both of us were like, 
should we just not anymore? Yeah. And then you were like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> well, it makes me think, like, because we were talking about this earlier, too. Like, I think the most times that we make eye contact in our friendship are when we're doing this podcast <laughs> because we're sitting across from each other. And it was, like, to the point where I was like, I don't even want to look you in the fucking eye anymore. Oh, yeah. That was what it was. <laughs> so and that's what I knew. We were talking about this because I've been listening to My Favorite Murder. Go listen to that if you're big in the podcast. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it because it's, like, a popular one. Mm. but um they had an episode where they were talking about like how these serial killers don't make eye contact like they get really uncomfortable by eye contact and i've talked to on multiple times about i'm holding <laughs> eye contact right now see like but this hurts i want you to know this hurts no i don't think it's natural to like keep holding it i think it's when you never meet someone's eyes yeah like because we'll like talk look at each other kind of look away i'll like mess with shit or whatever and then like we'll come back i'll meet your eye again whatever but like I never, ever want it to be more than... Now I'm getting really self-conscious yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to look at you anymore. I'm going to look at the fine. mic. That's um, totally fine. Well, like, all day long, I'm telling myself, like, look at this person like, when you're talking to them. Like, I have to tell myself to look at someone because if I had my perfect world in my head, I wouldn't look at anyone ever. Dang. And so we were talking about, so that, they talked about how a lot of serial killers and, like, sociopaths can't make eye contact. And I was like, oh, fuck. Because I used to date a guy who he hated, or I hate making eye contact during sex and during deep conversations. Like, just the two times where I just want zero eye contact. My eyes are closed during sex. Yeah. I'm, like, looking off in the distance during an argument or a deep combo. And he was, like, obsessed. Not obsessed, but he needed me to look him in the eye so that, like, yeah. he knew it was serious. And I just couldn't. I don't think I've ever made eye contact during sex, if I'm being honest. Like, I, I'll, like, glance up and, like, make sure they're looking at me or not make sure. Like, we, like I'll, like, gauge where I they're hate, looking. Ugh, but, like, I, I hate, just, I don't know. I know some, a lot of people like this, but when I'm getting eaten out and I look down and those little puppy dog eyes look up <laughs> at me, I want to <laughs> die. I, like, the last thing I want to do is make eye contact when someone's eating me out. Like, yeah. That's, ugh, I, I've made eye contact during, like, really, like, aggressive meaningful sex you know like really passionate sex but like that's like once in a blue moon because you know otherwise i'm having like really dirty i hate you sex you know (laughs) oh man but yeah so now we're making up for it making eye contact and making up for it i can't do it sorry (laughs) you're fine we're also drinking angry orchard hard cider sponsored by angry orchard we're paying them money yeah (laughs) I, like, looked in my, uh, on my bank account, and, like, I guess, I don't know why, but the, um, the, like, charge for it was Gateway. Like, it didn't say, like, a corner store or, like, gas station or anything, so I was, like, Gateway for $11? What? What's Gateway? That's, like, oh. the name of the, the convenience store, I guess, but I was, like, racking my brain trying to figure out where it came from. Mm. Is that, but. I avoid eye contact with my bank account. <laughs> I hate, I hate looking back and th- that looking at that stuff. I don't want to know how much money I spend. It's bad because I have the, like, I use Mint, and so I can, like, budget stuff because I don't like the way my, my bank shows the budgets. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, <laughs> when I go over, I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going over because yeah. I already went over. Yeah. So it's really bad, that especially, is, like, clothes and food. Why not for Bank of America, like... Every charge that you do that you go over, it'll charge you an extra $35. Like, it'll keep charging you $35 for each transaction that's over. Oh, God. John. I don't know. This isn't, like, over... It's oh, like, that's your budget for the day. For the month. Like, if it's, oh. like, saying I, you know, say I only want to spend, like, 
$80 on mm. fast food in a month. If I've already spent, like, 90 then I'm just going to keep fucking, like, going over because mm. yeah. <laughs> I already did the damage. And it's, like, those, like, days when you're dieting or whatever, and you're like, well, I already Literally, broke the diet, I was gonna so the say, whole day I'm going to also break the diet. I was going to say, like, so I'm counting calories. Like, the days that I really break it, then mm-hmm. I just go ape Way shit. Way too over yeah. It. yeah. But then the days that I am doing pretty good by, like, 4 p.m., I'm still pretty good. I just, like, starve myself, you know? God. It's two extremes. I don't know how to be a moderate, healthy person. I'm either super unhealthy or also super unhealthy, you know? Either way, yeah. Dang. Hmm. Look at his little feet. I know. Goose is laying in between us. I'm sorry if you can hear him chewing his bone, but he's just being so cute. (laughs) He's like, I'm just happy they're back. You know? I've been so stressed lately trying to figure out how to get me and him up to New York. you think it would be an easy process, but I guess no one in America... No... 22-year-old girl who is selling her car and, like, leaving behind most of her stuff is bringing a dog who is just big enough to where he can't be, like, in the plane with you. You know, like, Mm. there's so many little details that I don't think there's ever been anyone who's gone through a situation like me. (laughs) You are the only person. Google makes it seem like that. Yeah. He couldn't, like, sit. (sighs) Nope. Dang. He's, He's 30 pounds and... 20 pounds is the max for in the plane and then I keep reading horror stories about like shipping them like in the cargo with your oh luggage. God, that sounds terrible. Like what were they saying? They, I read an article it was like in 2017 there were only 24 dogs that have died through like the cargo <gasps> like hold. He's like that's good though because that's down from 36 dogs a year before. Oh I was my like, god. I don't want any part of this. <laughs> So. I'm going to ask Nikki if she's ever flown with... I guess, no, she wouldn't have flown with her dog. I feel like they had, but maybe they didn't. She has a black lab, or mm. a chocolate lab. And um, a lot of, like, puppies who, like, get shipped, but, like... Yeah. And there's tons of, like, pet shipping companies, but I don't want to be separated from Goose for longer than I have to. Yeah. And they're just as expensive as it would cost for me just to rent a car with my mom and drive up there. Mm. Dang. It's stressful. I don't know what to do, but it'll work out hopefully soon because that's happening exactly a month from now. Wow. Holy shit. I'm sad. That is sad. I don't want to talk about it Okay. Anymore. We're not talking about it. Okay. We, Keely made $60 like 30 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Selling my body. <laughs> I meant my books. <laughs> and I only made three. Yeah. I was packing up my two bookshelves full of books and... Got it. There are six boxes total. I, can, I said three, but there's four boxes I want to take to New York with me, which is, I know, unrealistic and stupid, but I just can't separate from myself from these books. Mm-hmm. And then the other two boxes I took to Half Price Books, and I got $60 off of it. So That's really good. McDonald's on me, Anna. Thanks. I appreciate it. I made that joke, so I'm sorry <laughs> to repeat it. It's okay. I, in turn, spent $50 uh, you said that. I didn't know yeah, that. <laughs> uh, because I got three books and four or five records. So, and I didn't even let myself look at and like try and buy any books because I was like, I need to yeah. not add more to my yeah. pile that's accumulating. I have like the I separated my bookshelf to like the top shelves or ones that I'm gonna take, and then there's one bottom shelf where it's like books that I want to keep, but I'm gonna bring to like. My dad's at my mom's house. Yeah, see, I 
was doing that. I had books that would stay in Texas. I, like, the boxes were labeled, books staying in Texas, books going to New York. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, like, there's no point of me keeping the ones in Texas. Like, I know I'm never going to touch them again. Like, that's why they're going there. Yeah. And if I really, really, like, if part of me regrets selling them, then I'll just take them to New York with me. Yeah. That was only, like, two books that I decided to take to New York with me, and then the rest I just decided to sell. Like, ripping off a Band-Aid. Mm. Yeah, most of the ones I'm going to take to, like, Austin or New Orleans are, like, kids' books mm-hmm. that, like, I know that I want to keep yeah. for when I have kids. And, like, I do, like, like the Phantom Tollbooth. Or, like, did you ever read The Conch Bear? Mm-mm. It was another Blue Bonnet book that was really good. Hmm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't have... I have a lot of my, like, those types of books. They are at home already because I didn't bring them here. Okay, that makes sense. When I came to college, all the only books I brought with me were Harry Potter, the Harry Potter books, and the Twilight books. All the other books I had bought throughout Holy the years. Holy crap! I know that's so many. I know. Dang. Well, I guess <laughs> I if much. if all the books that I had bought on Kindle were physical, I'd probably be in the same boat. Yeah. But yeah. I, th- I think that's why I don't like reading online, like on Kindles or anything, audiobooks, because I just love looking at them on <laughs> yeah. my bookshelf. Nothing makes me happier than my bookshelves. One, like, the only reason, I guess it's funny, because, like, the books that you probably just donated are all the books that are on my Kindle. Like, oh, yeah. Probably. Probably. You know, I wouldn't ever, maybe, would maybe read them again. Probably not. The only reason I would read them again oh, yeah, is because they're, like... you can't sell them. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. One time... One of my roommates, I won't out their name, but they brought home a boy, and he, like, really loved that we had bookshelves, and she was like, yeah, like, we all read. Like, trying oh, to go, no. like, it was, like, a collective, all of us, like, our bookshelves, and I thought that was funny, because, I don't know. <laughs> They're just yours. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm happy to help my friend get laid, because, obviously, he was a book reader. Also, where are male book readers? All I want in this life is a boy who reads books and is a morning person. Ugh. That's my only two qualities. Dang, I think you follow. You showed me that Instagram account, boys who boys reading on the subway or whatever. Oh yeah, uh, hot guys with books or something. Hot guys and reading. It's, it's like yeah, and it's, it's based in New York, so it's just a lot of hot men on the subway reading books, and it's my favorite so Instagram account. It makes me have hope in this world. Although, who's to say if any of them are gay or not? We'll never know. <sighs> I'll still think they're pretty no matter what. I still want to be their just friend. Can... Yeah. <sighs> Well, <laughs> I guess we went to I the started getting very right? sleepy, oh. but yeah. Definitely. I know, I'm really tired too, but... But like content, I'm just like... Mm-hmm. Happy. Yeah. Okay. So our topic this week, we are girls with tattoos who like... Parents. Wow. Wow. A wholesome topic. Yeah. We just kind of thought about talking about our parents, because like our parents have very different stories of like how they got together and like mm-hmm. how they've been to us, and then... I don't know if you wanted to talk about, like, friends' parents, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see where it takes us. We didn't really write down any notes for this, so I don't know. I feel like it was just an easy one just to talk about. Yeah. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to kind of... Sure. How how should we do this? I was thinking maybe we could start by, like, talking about how, like, the story that you know of, like, your parents getting together, like, meeting. Okay. I like the story, kind of. I mean, I love my parents a lot, and... From an outsider, I don't talk, they don't, my family isn't very open, mm-hmm. but from what I can see, it seems like they, they're, they both grew up very religious, they met at church, 
and they are both 25 when they got married, and they got married after dating for three months. So I'm pretty, like, they are 25, and they, uh, they had me when they were 41 and 43, so, like, you know, they were, grew up in a different time, and, um, I guess your parents kind of grew up at the same time, Mm because you have older parents, too, Mm -hmm. but for most of our other friends' parents. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure they were, like, the last of the people in the church to not be married, Mm. and so they married each other, and they don't believe in divorce, because it's a sin, and so now, like, they're basically just, like, roommates. Yeah. Like, they were roommates, I think, all throughout my childhood, and then now that I'm gone and life's a little less stressful for them, they are, like, just good friends now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, it's, like, not that romantic, but there's, like, funny aspects to their story, because they knew each other through church, and it's sweet because, so my mom, she was a twin, she had a twin brother, but he died when they were in their, like, early 20s mm-hmm. in a car accident. And my dad used to always play basketball with him, mm-hmm. and but, like, didn't know my mom. Mm-hmm. And then, like, after, like, he had passed away, then, like, her, him and my mom kind of became friends. Hmm. Um, and, but my mom was engaged before, or she was dating a guy before my dad. Um, and he, this guy ended up proposing to her, but she said no. I think that's why they ultimately broke up. But when she was dating him, apparently... He was weird because he wore shorts that were long. Oh, yeah. Which, like, blows my mind because, like, shorts that are long are, like, what guy shorts are today. But because he wasn't wearing those, like, super high-cut shorts that all the guys... Basketball players. Yeah. Like, like my dad wore shorts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she definitely liked that. Oh, my God. So she was saying how she thought he was weird because of that. But they have a funny canoeing story. Oh, yeah, where, I like this story. I know, it's cute. Um, they were on a canoe trip with the whole church. And my dad, he, him and his father went fishing, like, every single summer in Colorado. So, big outdoorsy guy. Loved, mm-hmm. can- loved a canoe. <laughs> Gonna delete that. Um, I don't know who that is. Hmm. Sorry, someone just rang the doorbell. I'm going to ignore it. Yes. Oh, someone got it already. I think that might be the guy who's renting my, or subleasing my room most summer. Hopefully I don't have to come out. Oh, well, we'll pause it if I need to go out there. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? The canoeing. Canoeing. Yes. Um, so my mom and her boyfriend were on in a canoe together, and then my dad was in another canoe. <laughs> canoe with a friend. <laughs> a canoe with a friend. Um, I thought you were trying to say canoodle a couple of times <laughs> ago. <laughs> uh, I, whatever, I'm stupid. Uh, and do it. apparently my the canoe that my mom was in got stuck and it started filling with water. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend started freaking out because he's like, what are we going to do? Like, Sarah! <laughs> Sarah! Literally. <laughs> Literally started panicking. <laughs> uh, and then my dad pulls up, like his canoe comes up. And then steps out of his canoe. <laughs> it's like ankle deep water, oh and like God. helps my mom Which out of the sense. canoe. Like if they'd gotten stuck, it clearly was like either it's it was shallow yeah. or there's a bunch of reeds Whoa. and shit. Yeah. yeah. So it was just funny because my dad comes in like six foot three yeah. and looks like <laughs> grabs my cute little five foot four mom and just Aww. saves the day. And her boyfriend just looks like a nerd in his long shorts. <laughs> and so I think. After that relationship ended, then her and my dad started dating, and then got married. Dang. July 26th is there. I'm making that up. I don't know for sure. <laughs> Definitely July something. <laughs> April 25th? No. Yeah. <laughs> November 22nd, the day I was born. <laughs> Dang. What's your parents' 
So, both my parents were married before they met each other. Hot. My dad was married um, to this woman named Elizabeth, who he said was this, like, apparently before my mom, he was super into blondes, like, mm-hmm. always dated blonde girls. Um, and he's even, like, gone as far to say as, like, I chose, like, this stereotypical pretty woman. And, like, it made me feel good about myself to, like, date women that looked like that because I thought that I was, like, look like shit. So, if mm-hmm. I could get these, like, hot women, then it meant that I was, like, hot shit, too. And so, I always think it's funny. He dated this girl named Kelly Jo Robichaux for a long time. Kelly Jo Robichaux? Yeah. And then he, <laughs> he married Elizabeth, who her birthday is actually the same as my birthday. Crazy. Oh. Um, does he talk to any of these girls still? Or, like, his ex-wife? No, he, not, he doesn't talk to his ex-wife, but he does still talk to his ex-wife's brother. Mm. They became really close. And so, but she broke up with him, and, like, they got divorced because he was an alcoholic. And, like, that was his kind of, like, wake-up call to get help. So then, whatever, he went to AA. And then that was when he was living in New Orleans. And then he met my mom playing uh, rollerblade hockey. What? In <laughs> Audubon Park. Yeah. That sounds and, fake. Right? Wait, where is this in? In New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. And so, and she, like, they, you know, were playing rollerblade hockey and, like, obviously were, like, sweaty and, like, gross looking. And, like, mm-hmm. neither one thought much of each other when they first met. And, like... My mom even thought that he sounded like he was from this place in New Orleans called Chalmette, which is, like, kind of not the greatest part of town. And, like, mm-hmm. he knew she was Puerto Rican, and, like, Puerto Ricans in New York, like, he's always had, like, a bad image of... I think mm. we talked about this, maybe. Did he tell you about this? I don't think so. And, like, he basically... Like, in Puerto Ricans in New York are, like... I don't know. It's, like, a lot of racism that happened. Mm. And, like, especially in my dad's neighborhood was, like, all white people. So he, like, never like, encountered Hispanic people before. And so they both, like, thought each other were kind of, like, mm. weird. Because um, he had, like, a New York accent, which, like, sounds like the Chalmette accent. So then... Well, he doesn't have it anymore. I know. It makes me sad. It, sometimes when he's with my family, it comes out more. Like, he'll be yeah. like, anyone want some coffee or, like, whatever. <laughs> I love honest dad <laughs> and mom. But then... um they became really good friends and, like, had a lot of the same friends and would just, like, hang out with each other. And then I th- I don't even think they had been dating, and my mom was planning on moving back to Portland because she lived in Portland for a couple years as, and worked as an aerobics instructor. And then I never—I don't know why she moved back, but anyways, she had literally already sold— all of her, like, furniture and things because she was, like, about to move back. Mm-hmm. And my dad said, hey, like, before you leave, you should come over and have dinner with me and, like, we'll watch a movie as, like, a going away thing. Mm. And so then... Your dad's got game. He, she, my mom says he was, like, the best boyfriend she ever had. Aww. Um, but he... They watched When Harry Met Sally and, like, after the movie ended, he was like, this is us. Like, you have to stay here and, like, date me. Oh, my God! I've like, heard that story! <laughs> If you told me about him dating, like, really shallow, pretty girls. Yeah. I didn't know this. This is yeah. so cute. Yeah, and so, and I didn't know this until, like, last summer, because my mom and I watched When Harry Met Sally, because I'd never <gasps> seen it, and so she was like, this is the movie that, like, made me fall in love with your dad, and, like, The made orgasm me... scene is the right? best thing <laughs> ever. Did you know, actually, this might be fake, but I don't think it is, the woman who says, like, I'll have what she's having after that, like, fake yeah. orgasm, that's his mom. No! Yeah. Oh, that's funny that could be a lie but i think i read that somewhere so i mean i I believe it aggies do commit but so yeah then they um i don't even know how long they dated or anything but they got married and i think they were i think i asked mom about this the other day but i think they were married for like 
five years, four years, and then they had me. But by that time, they'd already moved. Look at <laughs> They'd already moved to Austin. And I think my dad had just started because um, he'd never gotten his degree before. So mm-hmm. he was like finishing his degree at UT, and then like found out they found out my mom was pregnant, and like. <laughs> so I feel like that was kind of where the beginning of their problem started and mostly because she wanted him to drop out of school and like they they already had a house but I don't know if they had bought it or if they were just renting so she wanted him to buy a house and just kind of like get started with their adult lives versus like dating a college student or being married to a college student Hot. um right so but like he continued his degree and like finished it and like I think for even part of it, he studied abroad in Mexico while she was pregnant with me to like finish a part of his like Spanish requirements or whatever. And mm-hmm. she was real pissed off about that. Understandable. She was like, There's no way I'm going to Mexico like pregnant and yeah. all this stuff. So, but then um, it was all like I think fine until I guess I was four or five, and they had another kid, had a son. But he passed away, like, probably a month after being born. And that was in December on my birthday. And so then in the summer, we moved to North Carolina. And my mom told me... This is all recent stuff that I've learned, too, because I talked to her about it last summer. But she said that, like, when he was supposed to go up and find a house and find a job for himself while she stayed with me and, like, finished out the school year, and um, he just, like fucked around and I don't think really tried that hard and like smoked a lot during the day and um found a job but like not even using his degree like it was another printing job and so um and like she also told me like a lot of her friends were like really upset with him for making for you know quote-unquote making her move Mm. like after having this like super traumatic thing happen which Mm -hmm. like yeah I'm sure that's really hard to like move away from all your friends after all this and like kind of be isolated in, like, another whole part of the country. Um, But so they separated while we were living in North Carolina, and, like, we moved back separately. But then, like, I just would switch every week between them. And um, But she told me today that she was, like, talking to my dad because I think she said my grandmother was saying, like, you and Chris just did such a good job with her. And she said she always feels weird when people say that to her Mm because she's like, I can't really take credit for, like, a whole human being, like, yeah, I, like, raised them part of the way, but they, like, you know, and, and like, we talked about how, like, you know, when you you learn with the kids that in your grade, like, yeah. your parents have some effect, but, like, you learn mostly from your peers and things like that. Yeah, like, looking back, I feel like most of my personal personality and development, like, all that came from my peers. Yeah. And I'm sure that's, you know, there's a lot to uncover, but I'm sure I, I learned a lot more from my parents than I really know, but yeah, I just... God, I can just pinpoint. I feel like all my big personality traits came from, like, experiences in school. Yeah. But so she said that she texted my dad about it, saying, like, hey, do you ever feel weird when people say that, too? Because, like, it makes me feel weird. And he's like, yeah, no, I I definitely get that. Like, I don't like, you know, I don't like saying, like, thank you or anything because it just seems weird. But he said that he thinks that she deserves credit for breaking up with him when she did because it made it to where, like, they were able to not have any, like, or as bad of resentment against each other because um, of, like, the whole losing a child and the move and everything like that. Um, So, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. But it was just, like, sweet that he was able to recognize that, like, even though it, like, hurt at the time, it, like, whatever the breakup happened, like, it it ended up being better, best for me. And so, like, he's thankful that they were able to stay friends and, 
he's, like, seen other relationships mm-hmm. end really badly and, like, continue to mess up the kid's life and, like, mm-hmm. cause strife for a family like that, like, 20 years later. So I think he's just, like, happy that, you know, she never tried to keep me from him mm-hmm. and, like, she never, like, I th- she did say, I forgot, um, one time she, like, said something to him about how, like, them being married was, like, the best time of her life. Like, she just, like, loved being with him and everything. And he was like, well, that's weird because, like, you dumped me. <laughs> So, and that's, it's, that's, like, in Sex and the City, uh, in, like, the first season, or second season, after Carrie first dumped Big, and she's, like, stressing out about it, and mm-hmm. she was like, ugh, like, he just had all these problems with commitment, and everyone's like, you dumped him. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like, mean, you're it's, the one with no commit, like, with right. commitment issues. So, and it's funny, too, because there's this, like, album that I love to listen to, and, like, one time I tried to play it with my dad, because he's the one who, like, played it for me, and, like, as soon as I started playing it, he was like, oh, I can't listen to this. Like, this is, makes me think of, like, being with your mom and stuff. And that was, like, mm-hmm. maybe three years ago. So yeah. not to say that he doesn't love his wife, but I think, like, for both of them, it was, like, such a good time that just ended we in such a We talked about, way. like, your big loves, like, yeah. people you'll never get over. And, like, mm-hmm. you, as a new person in a relationship, you have to accept that, like, you have those people and your other person will have those people. Yeah. Well, I think, like, because before I knew about my brother, like, passing away and everything, I kind of thought, like, most of the issue with the relationship was, like, my dad smoking mm-hmm. and, like... I think, to me, it still made sense that they weren't together anymore because, like, my mom would have kept trying to change him and, like, make him not do it or do it less, whereas, like, my stepmom just, like, accepts that part of him and, like, doesn't Mm -hmm. let it affect, like, the rest of their relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, like, pretty, like, it's a big thing, in my opinion. Like, not, there are certain parts of someone that, like, if you cannot deal with and, like, you cannot be with them because of these issues... then like maybe you shouldn't be with them yeah like i don't know i think about that a lot Hmm, that's really sweet though what your dad said to your mom like i guess i don't know it doesn't sound that sweet it's like saying good job for breaking up with me but i get his sentiment and that's really sweet i love your parents so much me too it's kind of wild both our parents like both our moms had traumatic things happen to them yeah it's just i don't know it blows my mind it's i mean it, it just makes me like think there's probably other like so many other parts about her that I don't know about that I'm like curious to know about but <laughs> you saying that it's really sweet makes me think I think the first time my mom told my cousin Lizzie about the like rollerblading story mm-hmm. my cousin was like I hate hearing stories about you and Chris because like it had such an unhappy ending and mom was like oh I mean it did but like I'm still happy like it mm-hmm. never it didn't ruin my life and like we're still on good terms so it's not really a like a sad ending. yeah like he's still in her life all the time so. yeah and, like, they still, I don't know. It's just different. And I want you to... I know. So, I hope, I really hope no one can tell, but halfway through Anna's story, it stopped <laughs> recording, and we didn't realize that for, like, 15 minutes, probably. probably. So, we had to go back and kind of, Anna, start talking where she, where it cut off. I'm not going to say where, because I don't want y'all to know. Yeah. Um, but we, <laughs> during that conversation, we were talking about... Um, a conscious uncoupling, which is mm-hmm. what Gwyneth Paltrow... I don't think she coined it, but she definitely, like, made a statement about it. Like, came out publicly how, like, her and her ex, Chris Martin... Yeah. Stop, Goose. Uh, they, like, are doing that, and they think that, like, every couple... Every divorce couple that has kids should do. Because I, And I don't really know the whole, I don't know, breakdown Phenomena. of it. But yeah. I'm assuming, it sounds just like you gotta just make it, like... Forget about your past of being a couple. Like, don't 
like I don't not forget, but just like make put those feelings like in the closet. Like except that like things will never go back to the way they were. Whether like who, no matter whose fault, quote unquote, it yeah. is like like just make yourself friends like yeah. immediately. Like mm-hmm. don't spend time. And I think because Gwyneth, I think she. She loved her dad. I think her parents might have gotten divorced. I think she just became obsessed with the thought, like, with children of divorce and, like, all yeah. of the people who had, like, talk about the trauma that came from their divorce. I'm sorry yeah, about these guys. He, just just, he wants to go out to the people out there, and that's um, why. So, we'll, we'll just keep talking. Ignore it. He'll okay. stop eventually. I'm sorry for the people listening. You're going to hear my dog <laughs> scratching because he's a brat. <laughs> I wonder who raised him. I know. His mom sucks. Um... <laughs> But it was really cute because, uh, I guess, Chris Martin's dating Dakota Johnson now. Yeah. And so, Gwyneth Paltrow... Apparently, Gwyneth Paltrow got to a lot of shit for coming out about this conscious uncoupling thing. And it's just, like, all, you know, divorced people who... are like, it's not that easy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, people who are too, like, self-centered to care about their kids more than themselves and their pain. Yeah. It's such a pride thing, in my opinion. Like, if you it can't just, like, is. get over your own issues with the person, like... And accept that they might not ever, like, admit that they were wrong or whatever. Like, just get getting over that whole issue. Yeah, and those are just the kind of people who don't want kids. Like, I spend every second of the day... I think this is just a woman thing, but, like, I always go back and forth on what I want... If I want kids, because I'm trying to figure out, like, am I selfless enough to do that? And yeah. I think every person who thinks about that are going to say no. Um, but just people who... If you realize that, like, you're not going to be able to get over your divorce like that, then don't have, like, don't put kids in that mix. Yeah. I know you can't help it. Um, yeah. Anyway, but, so there was that, Gwyneth Paltrow posted a picture recently with Chris Martin and Dakota Johnson. I'm assuming it's Chris Martin. I don't really know what her, what he, what looks, he looks like, like or her husband looks like. Tall white guy. Exactly. <laughs> um, but she called, it was a picture of the caption, con- uh, conscious <laughs> thruppling, and it's just really cute. I would thrupple with Dakota Johnson and Gwyneth Paltrow right? any day. Right? It was just, I don't and that's just so, that's the most mature thing anyone could do and I respect her so much for that and I respect anyone I respect your parents for getting through this all and handling it so well I don't respect Goose for being an asshole right now (laughs) and that's like it I've always kind of been scared because like I'm like do I know what a healthy marriage looks like and like hearing them talk about like them each other the way they do I'm like, well, at least I know what, like, a healthy divorce looks like yeah. at the end of the day. Like, I have one healthy relationship, whether or not they're together or not. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And, like, we talked about marriage, too, in general. And just, like, it's hard to ever know when to end a relationship with somebody. But, and, like, it just makes me think about, too, like, other, like, parents that I know about. Because, like, Ellie's parents mm-hmm. are so cute still to this day. And, like... They met, I think they, oh, they met at their best friend's weddings. That's what I was trying to think about. Oh. So my. And they both were dating other people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my, uh, I was going to say my dad. <laughs> Mr. Breed <laughs> was best friends with the groom and Miss Breed was best friends with the bride. And so they met like throughout the whole wedding process. And then um, Mr. Breed was engaged to somebody else <gasps> and like broke off his engagement to be with Liz. And I just think that's really sweet. But then you have like. I mean, it's such, like, a beautiful story, mm-hmm. but rest it in peace like to the ex I know. <laughs> but at least he didn't ooh, get married to her, and, like, then, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. I don't know. You never have to rush that kind of thing. But, and then you have, like, other relationships where, like, they they broke off their engagement for the other person, and then still ended up getting divorced later on down the road. Yeah. Like, you just never know. I think a lot of people have issues with lust versus love. 
Yeah. That's one thing. Um, there's episode of Sex and City. I'm rewatching it right now in preparation for my move to New York. <laughs> so that's why I keep talking about it. Um, but Carrie was talking to Big, and she's like, do you believe in love at first sight? And he was like, I believe in lust at first sight. Yeah. And she's like, I'm serious. And he's like, I am too. <laughs> I think that's true. Like, there's I, yeah, no way to love true. someone at first sight. Because, like, love, what you are feeling in the beginning with someone and, like, that really passionate feeling, that's lust. Mm-hmm. Love is a choice that you make. And that's, like, what, I, don't know, I feel like everyone needs to realize that when they get married to someone or in these, like, long relationships, like, like, your lust will probably go away. You're probably going to be, like, really hate someone. You're probably not going to feel that spark anymore with them. Yeah. But, like, if you want to make it work, then you have to make that choice to love them. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing for people to realize. Yeah. And, like, the whole... Says me, a girl who's been in, <laughs> right. like, so hardly... many marriages. I know. 22-year-old <laughs> and so smart. Right. I can't... Okay, I'm, so I shouldn't be speaking as if this is things that everyone should do. I'm just speaking for my experience and what I'm probably gonna try to do you know (laughs) yeah well I think I mean it is it's such a girl thing to like think about marriage before you're even like in a relationship with someone like just kind of like think about in the future this is how I want to do things but I honestly feel like that's so much smarter because like yeah things might probably change but at least you've given it some thought to begin with well I think that's because you and me haven't seen a healthy marriage yeah I think that's where our curiosity on what makes one work and what makes one not work comes That's from. true. Yeah. So. But I, I think, like, I, there's this episode of Friends where, like, right before he's about to, like, get with Rachel, Ross makes, like, a list of pros and cons between Rachel and um, mm-hmm. Emily. Or not Emily. Is that the girl that he marries? Not, not Emily. The other one. Um, the British one? No, the Asian one. Oh. I forgot her. Julie. Julie. Mm-hmm. And he, like says all these things about her, like, she's kind of, like, shallow, she's materialistic, blah, 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 and she's, like, how could you even write this, and he's, like, well, it's okay, because, like, I want to be with you, like, in spite of those things, and she's, like, that's shitty, like, you're just saying, like, you're gonna ignore all the bad parts about me, and, like, still dislike those parts about me, but, like, Mm -hmm. not accept that they're, like, a part of me as a whole, and, like, you can't just, like, Mm -hmm. separate them from me at all and yeah. she's like the difference between you and I is that I would never make a list like that mm. and mm. it's true like you can't you know there are like certain things about somebody that like you can dislike or want to be different but like as soon as you can't stop thinking about it and yeah, you think about like, divorcing wa- them or breaking up with them because or of wanting it. them to change to like fit you versus you changing your view of what they're doing like if what they're doing doesn't hurt you or them or anybody else in your life then like maybe it's your issue not theirs you know yeah that kind of related there sex and city (laughs) um there's that episode where i don't know what charlotte oh charlotte wants harry to propose to her or something like that Mm. i think it was is Harry the Jewish one? Yes. Okay. It was something like that. Like, wanted her him to propose. She was, like, mad at him for something. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's, you know, without a doubt, like... The she, best one of all of them. Well, yes. But she's, like, settling with him. Like, oh, He's yeah. not as attractive as, like, any guy that she's dated before. But, like, he's, like, the most genuine. Yeah. And, and that's why she sticks with him. Like, she's been dating him for so long. But now she wants something to happen. I'm pretty sure it's marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, in, like, the heated moment, she was like, do you know what people think when they see us? Like... Uh, you know, about her being so much more attractive than him. Mm-hmm. And he, like, just got silent. He was like, 
I knew that they think that. I just didn't know that you knew they think that. And, yeah. like, walked out. I think he broke up with her for a little bit after that. Because, I mean, yeah, like, why, one, why are you so obsessed with what other people think about? Two, I, I don't know, just to tell someone, like, mm-hmm. I'm settling for you. And, like, you know? I know it, you know it, everybody knows it. Like, that's yeah. so shitty. So, therefore, give me everything I want because I'm better than you just because I'm prettier than you. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I'm making a lot of noise. I just have to rip this off. <laughs> ripping off my skin. Oh, I'm just God. kidding. No. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm ripping off the paper <laughs> off my beer. Um, my mom also talked about how she... Because I forgot who... Oh, because my cousin and her boyfriend broke up, and we were all supposed to go to this wedding in Puerto Rico together, but apparently... <gasps> apparently they're dating now. Like, they broke up, and they're Wait, was this like, one getting married? No, 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 no. Oh. My cousin Lizzie. But why can't you go to the wedding now? No, no, no. He's not coming anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. No, I'm still going. Sorry. I'm still going. I got so scared (laughs) because you... Didn't you buy a dress for that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm still going. But he was supposed to come with us too, but like they broke up and I think they're still... They're seeing each other again, but I don't think they're living together anymore. Like Mm. they're kind of like taking it slow to figure out stuff. But um, my mom was like, yeah, I'm kind of glad he's not coming anymore because like... I don't remember whenever, like, your dad would come to stuff, like, even before you were born, like, it was very clear, like, after a certain point, he would get, like, tired of being with family, and she's like, I always thought that, like, it shouldn't be expected of, like, the spouse or whatever to, like, come to family stuff, like, maybe have a conversation about it beforehand, like, you know, on holidays and stuff, yes, come, but, like, if I'm ever gonna make a trip just myself or, like, a spontaneous, like, no, you don't have to come with me kind of thing, like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be... But best is, friends with someone's family. Like, I think, Yeah, like, but you should, like, want to. That's... There's yeah. a relationship in my life, and I don't want to, like, out anyone, um, but they... The girl gets really upset with the guy because he has, like, zero desire to hang out with her family. Yeah. But, like, she'll happily go with his family, and it's something that, like, really is, like, putting a strain on their yeah, relationship. Yeah, and I think, like, what I kind of decided from that is that you should go just so that, like, you're there in case anything happens or, like, just to, like, be there and show your, like, solidarity with your spouse. But, like, you shouldn't be expected to, like, I be agree. chummy the whole time, even. Like, if you need to go, like, hang out in your room or go do whatever, like, that should be fine. Because, like, some families aren't, like, they don't accept the other person's spouse. And, like, yeah. they're not always the ones to, like, reach out and make an effort. Like, my family was horrible to my uncle's wife and, like, continued to be after he passed away and I don't blame her for not wanting to be like near my grandmother or anything because like they just always thought the worst of her and like thought that she was like taking him away from the family when like no Mm -hmm. he made that decision like he you know whatever yeah so I think it depends yeah anytime expectations are in play like that's just a recipe for disaster yeah if you are ever expecting someone or ever give someone like a ultimatum anytime those things come into play Mm mm-hmm Honestly, that relationship's, like, doomed to end at that point. Or, yeah. like, at least, like... Be very, very strained and, Doomed like, to... Or requiring a major reassessment yes. of your relationship. Yeah. Like, in the way that y'all treat each other. Yeah, that's so, for sure. That was too hard to say. <laughs> right. Well, I think, like, yeah, the, the whole, like, communication aspect of it is, like, you know, while you're dating, before you even get married, like, yes, this is, I expect you, or I wish you would want to do this, whatever, I don't Mm -hmm. even know, and then, like, if they still don't want to, then, like, it's all these things, like, need to happen and need to be talked about before marriage happens, or before, like, living together happens, or children happen, like, 
whatever. No, yeah, definitely. But before children happen. Before dog. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Gosh, that's why it's going to be so hard for me to find someone who can live up to my, what I expect Goose's father to be. <laughs> okay, we're turning this into a relationship episode. We need to go back to our parents. Um, do you have... Did you have more of an idea of what we're talking about this episode? Um, Do you have... What what mm, are we talking about now? Like, I don't know. <laughs> funny, because I feel like there are just... You've, I've talked to you about this, but like, there are just funny times where like I'll vent to my one parent about the other, mm-hmm. and it's just like nice. And I feel like you probably have this, too. I don't know how... I just... I... My dad says no to everything. Anytime I was a little kid wanting something, it was always no from dad, Mm -hmm. but always yes from mom. And if, like, dad just happened to be right there when I asked him, Mm -hmm. I would, like, he would say no, like, always. And Mm -hmm. I'd forget, because I'd forget about that, apparently. And so then I would go to my mom and ask her, and then she would say yes, and it would drive my dad insane that I would do that. (laughs) And, like, it makes sense. And, like, I can't tell you how many times, like, he would say no and immediately follow up with, don't go ask your mom now. Like, if I say no, it's no. And I was like, well, if she says yes, it should be yes. I was such (laughs) a brat. Me and my dad are the same human and (laughs) do not get along. Like, we living under the same roof was just, like, hell for both of us. It was constantly butting heads our relationship like immediately got a thousand times better when i moved out but when we were in the same roof just constant head butting and then my mom is just like a very just passive like peaceful just say whatever you gotta say to make everyone shut up yeah and uh, <laughs> that's why she was always in the middle of us yeah i would always just like complain because my mom can be a very like unrealistic person sometimes and like very fanciful kind of just like everything's gonna work out if you just believe or like just put (laughs) it out into the universe and it'll work out and I'm like what the fuck mom like my student debt is not gonna go away if I put it out into the universe like and so it's just like nice yeah my dad asked me to uh email Dell Google and Apple and tell them what I'm gonna do and ask them for money I was like not gonna like respond like for one can you give me google's email address sure (laughs) no google at google mail (laughs) (laughs) my dad's friend told me to do that too she's like i'm sure that they have money to give to scholarships and i was like i don't maybe the people who could work for them i don't think they have any already work for them and whose kids like need the money like they have like intercompany scholarships but no no random ass person they don't care about psychology and public health no (laughs) yeah but and so it's nice like having my dad because he's very like you know the same thing kind of like very author not authoritarian but very realistic very frugal um but so at the same speaks time speaks how it is even yeah. when you don't want to hear how it is yeah although yeah. my mom is the one who will be un- unreasonably harsh with me sometimes when it comes to like romance and friendships yeah. and stuff so I'm like Jesus not so loud <laughs> <laughs> but my dad's the uh, one who's like it's uh, like it's just funny the way that they like but they're opposites in so many ways to where I can be like oh mom's being like this and my dad's like yeah that always used to bother me or like whatever mm. um although it is funny now because like he'll kind of vent to me about stuff that my stepmom does like she is apparently really bad at saying like you know I really want to do this like Christopher like you really you know I really want to do this and like never do it and so where eventually he's like do it like god just do it you know yeah and so like recognizing like 
And I told him about, like, the toolbox versus bucket thing where it's, like, sometimes people want a toolbox, some people some people want a bucket, and, like, you have to ask them which they, one they want because, like, you can't just be the toolbox when they don't want a toolbox. I have no idea what the you don't know what kind of analogy that was. <laughs> People Sorry. explain that to me. Like, if someone comes to you, they are either wanting a bucket to dump all their problems into, or they're wanting a toolbox to fix their problems. Oh, so God. <laughs> Sorry. That I makes thought, so much more sense now. I thought now. you'd heard of that before. I, I have, now that you mentioned it. I think following the story of her wanting to do something. Oh. And I was <laughs> like. Wanting a bucket or a toolbox. Well, yeah. No, that makes sense. I was sense. like, what? I had no, I had no idea. What, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. It wasn't that. That's funny. But okay, yeah. Thank you for clearing that. That's and so I told him that, and he was like, I never really thought about that way. And I'm like, yeah. Like, usually she probably knows that she has the financial and like means to do something she just like wants maybe wants you to keep her accountable or I don't know whatever like kind yeah. of thing versus like just wanting someone to vent to or it just depends but it's just funny because I'm like <laughs> he still hasn't figured it out mm-hmm. and it makes me feel better that like I don't know yeah I don't know there's one thing my and I feel bad kind of saying this because I it's gonna put my dad and my mom both in really bad lights but I don't know it's still a thing but they like just kind of on the same page of like your parents you know getting like talking to you about what frustrates them like about the other one kind of thing um my mom apparently is like used to being really bad credit card debt and it's all because she like loves me my sister so much yeah never wants to say no always giving us what she wants doesn't everyone ask my dad for help kind of thing um and which i get that from her but she so got really bad credit card debt and my dad when he found out about it, quit his job while he was making a substantial amount more money than her because she's just yeah. a nurse and he was a like computer software mm-hmm. person. I don't know what the fuck he does, but <laughs> does that. Um, and he quit his job so that she could just like figure it all out on his like on her own. Yeah. And she did it like because both most of my life my dad didn't have a job. I think that's also kind of I mean it's not a struggle, but both my sisters when they are growing up had a lot more money than I did because when I was growing up, like, my, the only working parent I had was in credit card debt, you know, yeah. and was working on, like, fixing that. Yeah. That's fine. I still had an amazing life. My I always had, always got what I wanted and never felt left out or anything. I'm really grateful for that, but that's one thing that always really bothered me with my... Yeah. My parents, because, like, and still to this day, I, I'm looking, I was asking them about because I need a guarantor for my apartment in New York yeah. since I'll still be a student mm-hmm. and I'm like torn because my dad now he, he got his old job back 10 mm-hmm. years later surprisingly wow. but it's part time and like pays by the hour kind of thing mm. so it's not great anymore yeah. yeah and but his credit score is obviously a lot better than my mom's mm-hmm. um but so sorry I'm scratching my foot because it really itches you're fine okay. <laughs> I hope the microphone can't hear that um okay. but I so I was just talking to him, like, because I don't really know. I mean, I was kind of, like, talking it out with him. Yeah. And he was like, well, don't ask your mom to be a guarantor because her credit score is shit. And I was like, I get it. You're really bitter about the fact that she put herself in credit card debt. But let's be grateful for the fact that she dug herself out of it. Yeah. Without your it's help by any means. in spite of you ditching her in that yeah. sense. Yeah. That's <laughs> something I always... And I, I didn't know that until I was quite a bit older. I just remember one day my dad coming home when I was in like fourth grade and him saying like I quit my job and I was so mad because so my dad would work all day and my mom would work all night as a Mm -hmm. night nurse and then now I was like what the fuck 
my dad's gonna be home all the time now like that's <laughs> not fun I know like I like just because me and him fought a lot and I like loved my mom like loved being around her yeah like and to sound shitty but when I was a kid I like would have loved for them to gotten divorced so I could like live with her because me yeah. and him just fought all the time and it makes me sad saying that now because like I like I said, it's a lot better now. But when you put two two people who are yeah. stubborn and need to have the last word in an argument, yeah, it's just a recipe for disaster. Anyway, that was just kind of a comment on your parents, like them talking about each other. But I wanted to ask: Does your mom or your dad have an like ideal guy that they want you to date? I don't know. I feel like. Seeing my dad's like issues with addiction, I like cannot fathom being with someone mm. who has any sort of like dependency on any sort of like substance, mm-hmm. except maybe coffee, like whatever. Yeah. That's pretty benign. Um, and so, coffee breath. Yeah, but I, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but like every other part of him, I like do like. So, but I don't think my mom, I think my mom has like recognized like the type of guy that I usually go after. And so, like, she thinks, like, that's kind of nice, but I think she's dated such a wide variety of guys mm-hmm. that, like, I could not tell you what her type is, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, of it's just funny, because I'll tell my dad, like, anytime I'm, like, have a crush on a guy or, like, anytime I'm dating a new guy, and, like, he never has any sort of comment on, like, he didn't like Cole because Cole went to the doctor with me. He was very, yes. very impressed with that, and so I think that was the first time I'd that he was, like, too oh, shit, like, she's found someone nice, but he's never, like... And I also would never tell... I mean, I've told him about, like, guys that have hurt me before, but he's never, like... Uh, he... I don't know. I don't think they've ever, they've ever expressed, like, a... Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish... I guess he did really like Drew, but mostly because he also liked Drew's parents. Mm-hmm. So I think... But he also says, like, he thinks that Drew's parents think that I'm the one that got away, but he's never called Drew the one that got away from me, so mm-hmm. I think it's funny. But... My sisters both definitely think Sammy is the one that I really? like. Even though, like, I did. Like, they think that he's the one that got away. Because they, for one, both my sisters say they married our father. Mm. Um, and, like, not the great parts of our father. Like, the yeah. worst parts of our father. Um, and I don't think that's true. But they both see it. And I think that just kind of, a, I don't know. I think, I don't know, we all, when we're dating someone, like, that we that drives us insane. We're just like, we're dating our father. Like, yeah. you know, like, don't we really, this is just our fucking, of course we would, but yeah. marry the guy that pissed us off all our life kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but my, I know it was Sammy. He was like, they, he was just so nice. And yeah. so my sisters were like, you'll never find anyone that nice again. Like that was a oh my God. rare situation. Like it's as nice as he gets, even though my, my whole family hated Sammy when we first started dating because he broke up with me when I was over text when I was on a family vacation. Yeah. So the entire vacation, I was just crying the whole time. But then by the end of it, when I would, like, bring him to everything, and, like, he loved my nephews. Mm. So then my entire family loved him to death afterwards, and they were not happy when I told them <laughs> I had to break up with him. Yeah. But then Nick, honestly, no one in my family knows. Oh, fuck, I said his name. <laughs> oh, no. I don't care. I, I, I've i been saying this is Psycho X. But anyway, they none of them know that he, all that he did. They just know that he's my Psycho X. Like, I just call him Psycho, but they... Yeah, don't know what actually happened. Yeah, but he reminded me a lot of my dad. Yeah. But my mom, like, she would love for me to date a... Like, she always is, like, begging for me to date a ranch hand for her. Oh, God. Like, someone who will help her on the ranch. And there's this one boy who 
we were like best friends when we were like five years old because we were like the only two kids our age um at the longhorn shows because mm. we both had older siblings who were showing mm-hmm. and just like really good friends but you know then his family stopped showing so i never saw him again but then they have like come back in like i'm gonna start hanging out with everyone again and the boy like god he's now like just the grossest <laughs> yee yee boy ever oh, just no. like disgusting like yeah. just dip in his mouth like beer belly yeesh. just so unattractive and my mom like once a year well i don't know what it's like literally always around the same time too so i don't know what why hmm. i've tried to figure it out like does she see him or something i don't know yeah. it's like once a year she'll text me saying he should connect with blank blank and uh. you know try to like see what he's doing and i i posted it on my twitter once it's a like a picture of my mom saying that and then mm-hmm. a picture of him and i like black out his face but it's him in all camo holding just a deer head like Ugh. a tongue out, like only head, like Ugh. severed, and I'm like, this is the boy that my mom dreams for me to date, and it's just because she wants someone who will help her with the fences, yeah, and like build fences, and I'm like, I could marry a rich doctor who will buy you like a, a thousand ranch yeah, hands, exactly, and she's like. Nope, I just want one good, sweet country boy. I'm like, that guy would probably chop off my head, Mom. Oh, <laughs> Honestly. God, it's so funny that she really wants that. So I don't, honestly, I don't think any guy she'll like because it's going to be a New York City boy probably. Yeah. I think it's I've never, literally hush. the only guys I've ever dated have been engineers. And so I think like my, I think my dad could never complain about that because I'm, mm. I'm sure that if I ever dated someone who was like, a musician or, like, someone who doesn't make a lot of money, he would comment on that. He would find a way to be like, mm. well, is he it's really going to really support smart. you? Yeah. Like, because he, he's not really that old-fashioned, but I think his, like, his upbringing would come out in that way. Whereas, yeah. like, my mom would be like, oh, my God, he, like, is in the circus? That's so cool. Can we get free tickets? Like, <laughs> she would not give a fuck. <laughs> so I think that's oh. the only... Like, I've never brought home, like, a guy. I think I... we My dad and I talked a lot about how, like... Sorry. <laughs> How, like, Drew kind of was, seemed a little bit unambitious at times, and so I think he, like, appreciated that, like, I recognized that, mm-hmm. and, like, that was one of the reasons why, like, I didn't like him as much, but every other guy I, like, dated that he knows about, I mean, he knows about all of them, like, has been, like, pretty ambitious and, like, yeah, you know, he can't really yeah. complain besides the fact that the way they treated me. I know, I, I never talked to my parents about dating, so I'm pretty sure they think I've, like, been celibate all of college. <laughs> I mean, celibate, of course. Yeah. Um, but haven't dated anyone. But they, so, some, like, recently they've been asking, like, has there really been, like, no one? I'm like, of course there's been people, guys. But, like, <laughs> y- you know, after a couple months, it's easy to see the flaws. And yeah. I've managed to weed out the ones that aren't worth it. So yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I wish they would appreciate that more. I think they're just like, I can't believe you, like, didn't meet a really good Aggie. And, like, yeah, I met a lot. And, like, either I stopped liking them or they stopped liking me. Like, you know. Yeah, I did not stick. And, well, and I think it's a lot of it, like, you didn't stay with a relationship for a ridiculous amount of time when you could have. And, like, it would have yeah. ended up even worse than it did. That's something I've been thinking about. Um, like, the type of girls. There's one girl I'm thinking in particular who is just a boyfriend like, always has a boyfriend. Yeah. And I don't understand that. 
Yeah. Like, how can I be that? You know, like, how do you, how are you the kind of person that it always is in a relationship? I, like, could, I don't know how you find men like that. I don't, and I also feel like I've learned so much from each relationship that, like, I need, like, that month or two to, like, fully process the, how I've changed and what I want now and, yeah. like, the next person. Like, I don't, like, unless you're dating the exact same person every time, which I guess is possible, then, like, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And, like, I get, like, talking to people, but, like, actually being in a full-fledged relationship. Yeah, no, it's, like, I I would talk to this person, like, every couple months, and it's always a new guy, and it's, like, the one. Not that she wouldn't say the one, but it's, like, it's serious. I met his parents, like, we spent, like, all the holidays together, um, and, like, what? we're talking about living together next year, kind of, like... Every guy, like, it's like that. I don't know. I just don't understand that. Yeah. And I and, and I think it's entirely, one, the kind of person you are, the kind of people you attract, you know? Yeah. Because I just think I don't attract. I think I'm just very, very independent in my relationships like that. Not my relationship with you, of course. We're very codependent. <laughs> yes. I would die without Very you. codependent. We're um, going to die before this is over. Yes. <laughs> yes. But those, yeah, I have no... I With guys, I'm like, you need your own life and I need my own life. And, yeah. like... We'll probably stop talking in a couple months because you'll like burp too much and it'll annoy me. I'm just kidding. Not burping, but you know that was the <laughs> not burping before. because what? Because <laughs> I burp too much. <laughs> Fine. That was funny. This is over. <laughs> well, was that Sunday on Sunday? I felt so bad. I don't feel bad. It's recognized. Funny. That <laughs> so Alden and I were driving together a lot because we went to campus to study together and then we went to go pick up Corey. Went to dinner together, then drove to like the Game of Thrones watch party, which OMG, and then. <laughs> Like, on was back home. And, like, in the middle of that, there's, like, one smell that I just kept smelling all the time. And eventually, like, someone was talking. And I was like, are you burping, Anna? <laughs> and I never burp with my mouth open. I would no, like you- burp inside my mouth and then, like breathe out which I guess is no different yeah. than burping with my mouth open but yeah I'm a disgusting human being and this is why I'm single it's fine <laughs> and I'm single because I am a brat who's like stop fucking burping no this is funny so on I guess it was Friday night I was feeling really gassy Hot. and so I was with Victoria and her friend Hope and they both have like a lot of not like stomach issues but there are a lot of foods that upset their stomach and like Victoria told me like apparently they like kind of bonded Shout over out that. to Victoria's stomach. Yes um, and so we were at Bob's and like in his room because like that's where the bathroom that everyone was using and like they were both in the bathroom and I like came in and I closed his door locked it and I just like laid down on the floor with my butt in the air because I was like I need something to happen I need this gas <laughs> to leave my body some way and like they <laughs> walked out <laughs> starting into they walked out of the bathroom and they were like uh yeah I feel you I've done that before too and I'm like thank god someone understands me yeah Oh, good. It's just the most inopportune time, like, at a party. Yeah, imagine if a guy I walked had, like, into those, that. like, sharp pains, you know, under my yeah. stomach. And I was like, get out. Like, leave the demon inside of me. Expel it. Like. <laughs> I, I, I've been about this a lot. I know I've watched some movie where the girl was pregnant, and she would talk about how her husband would, like, push out gas bubbles. Huh? Like, in her pregnant belly, like, to make her, like, fart or whatever. What? Yeah, and so now anytime my stomach hurts, I'm like, can I do that? That I, it doesn't work. Yeah, because I don't fart. Uh, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it doesn't work. So I don't know. Hmm. 
I want to know that science because that would make my life a lot easier. Like when my stomach's just like really hurting, I'm like, all right, let's just roll this one out and then move on with the day. <laughs> like with a, it's like a toothpaste container. You yeah, just like right. Squeeze it from one right. end all of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm someone like, like put both their arms like from my like chest down, exactly. squeeze real hard. Well, I, like usually I'll lay on my left side and like I'll burp and it'll yeah. be fine. But some days it's like needs to. Uh, all right well this is girls with tattoos who like farting um thanks for listening (laughs) just kidding girls don't fart it's all goose he he (laughs) he's giving me such side eye he's like fuck you bitch i never fart and when i do everyone knows it's me god he's been farting a lot lately oh no he's so cute though it's okay wait have those probiotics been doing good or no the antibiotics. digestive enzymes? Yes. Not antibiotics. Oh, sorry. Probiotics. Probiotics. Um, I've only been taking a couple days. I'll let you know in, like, a week. Because I've thought about, like, am I just, like, imbalanced? Well, so... help? I know. I'm trying... I want to figure that out because... Okay, guys. Here, here's my train of thought. Let me know what you think. Um, I... I don't know. I mean... I have weird, like, my stomach will hurt a lot of time. I don't fart or, like, anything else, like, I promise, but it's just, like, it hurts all the time. Um, and I also just have a really hard time putting off weight. And I'm, I'm not heavy by any means, but yeah. I'm not perfect. And so, but every time I try to, you know, get better, it's just so hard. And uh, last semester, I started, like, I, I'm really bad about eating breakfast or, like, I'll, like, eat, you know, a granola bar or something in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I switched to yogurt just because it's just easy. It's, like, a quick thing I, like, throw down my mouth real fast in the mornings because, like, I don't, I'm never craving breakfast, but I just, mm-hmm. like, know I need to eat something. Yeah. So I started doing that, and I, like, within a couple of weeks dropped five pounds. And I didn't change anything else in my diet except that. Hmm. So I'm, like, I wonder if, like, the bacteria in the yogurt was, like, really helpful. So I started... Um, my sister recently told me how when she was in college, she worked for, like, a health food place, mm-hmm. and so she took digestive enzymes, and she was like, people don't understand, like, how good they could feel. And so I mm. ch- I just bought, like, Target, like, the belly, or is that what they're called? Belly? Yeah. Yeah, they're belly. Um, Ollie. Ollie, haha. <laughs> I think it's Ollie and then belly is, like, underneath or something, because yeah. it's the it's like digestive enzymes mm-hmm. uh, i just bought their brand because i want to see if it works there's like when you google it there's not much like they say because like the cdc doesn't regulate this stuff you know mm. like so it, it can't tell you really what the effects are yeah but might as well try and let me know that's one thing i've been thinking did you know god i'm sorry we're going back to poop but have you heard of like fecal transplants i have for a second i had it and then i thought about it. yeah where they like completely like fix the flora and like your like stomach intestine. and colon yeah. and all that yeah mm-hmm. so Dak Shepard was talking about that because he uh has osteo or no 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 he has some autoimmune disorder it's so like Crohn's or something like that no oh. close arthritis some kind of arthritis arthritis is immune yeah yeah and so he was saying his theory on most I have hair in my mouth I'm sorry. Um, his theory on most immune diseases or autoimmune diseases is that us humans, like, we're eating tons of things that we're allergic to, but we, like, don't realize it. And it's just, like, kind of, like, minor allergies, like, not, like, you know, yeah, people yeah. eat peanuts and die, like, yeah. just stuff like that. And so our immune system, like, goes fucking haywire because of it. Because the only thing, like, if he was to eat a very, very specific diet... Um, all the time, his autoimmune disorder would totally, like, not go away, like, permanently. Yeah. But it would, like, all the symptoms would go away. Wow. And so that's why his theory is that it has a lot to do... With what you're eating. Yeah, and, like, it's all allergy-related. Hmm. And 
so then he was talking about how he really wanted to do a fecal transplant because of that, um, like, to get new bacteria in his stomach. And they say whenever, if you're looking for someone to, like, get the transplant from, Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of, like, things, like, don't get someone, like, who's obviously, like, sick, has an autoimmune disorder, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, and don't get it from anyone who has a mental disorder. What? And I don't know if I told you this, but when I was in New York and I was at, um, when I was doing, like, Columbia's, like, open house day and I was talking to the head of the uh, epidemiology department or someone in the epidemiology department, um, me and her got into a big discussion on, like, psychiatric epidemiology, which is what I'm going to go into, like, schizophrenia research, and they have found, um, they're, like looking at the population of the like microbiome in your gut um could be indicative of like schizophrenia and whatnot wow and like there's like certain ones that are like there's certain ones that like could help uh this like not cure it but like make the symptoms of schizophrenia go away like because it's all like at the end of the day it's all hormones you know like yeah, i i believe that that could affect it a lot because it's like you because you have AIDS. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have an autoimmune disorder, which AIDS is an acronym for that, yes. And I love to make fun of Lana and say that she has AIDS. I know that's not something they make fun of, so I'm sorry to offend anyone. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to make Anna giggle about a situation that can be scary at times and turn it light. It's, so Anna has AIDS. I do have AIDS. Um, I've had a bone marrow transplant, or not transplant, that would be terrible. I've had a bone marrow biopsy before mm-hmm. to check and see if I had lupus, which I don't. So, ha. Nice. Um, Only AIDS. Yeah. And so... But I feel like, and, like, I've only ever seen it triggered by, um, like, stress. And not even, I mean, it's kind of hard because, like, you think, like, the most stressful events are the ones where you're, like, everything in your life is falling apart. Which, like, those are stressful, but sometimes, like, I feel like you're more prepared for those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, when they take you by surprise. And it could even be, like, positive stress. Like, the first time that it, like, flared up when I was, like, in college, I remember, like, being really stressed for, like, tests and stuff. Like, the first round of tests in my, like, freshman year of college. Mm. And it's, like, that, I think, had something to do with it. But, like, the second time it flared up, I was, like, doing a lot of stuff for flies and exec for PR. And, like, I was having a good time and, like, enjoying a lot of it and, like, felt really supported by, like, everybody. But it was still, like, Mm -hmm. very overwhelming. So, but it didn't happen when my, like, uncle was passing away and my boyfriend broke up with me and, like, all this. You know, so it's, like, it's different kinds of stress, I feel like, cause it. But, um... I also think yours is a lot different than what Dax's is. Yeah. Because his are more like flare-ups yeah. and yours is more blood-related, right? Well, I mean, it's my immune system and, like, my spleen specifically is mm. targeting the B cells in my blood that, like, will mark yeah. my blood cells as, like, foreign bodies. Yeah. So, like, it flare-up can, like, it can be a flare-up and it's, like, a chronic thing because, like, yeah. certain times, like, my immune system will, like be more aggressive than other times basically has doctors talked to you about changing your diet they never have um have you done research on it no they have like a whole society for like people with itp yeah yeah (laughs) and um i like the only time i ever went on the website was because they had this thing where like if you did a survey you got a hundred dollar amazon gift card Mm -hmm. (laughs) so but i should do more and they have like um whatchamacallit like that would be like the whole doing diet things and college honestly taking care of your health in college is the hardest thing ever like if you're able to do it props to you I like I feel like it's almost impossible um 
But now that, like, we're getting into adulthood, I feel like that's something you should definitely look into. Because he, yeah. uh, who's that girl? It's just, that's not what I'm <laughs> Sorry. Um, the actress, she had, like, girls or something on HBO. Oh, Lena Dunham? Yeah. She has an autoimmune disorder. Hmm. And so she's talked about also, uh, or disease, disorder or disease? Um, usually it's disorder. I think, so yeah. So she has one of those. Um, and she said, her and Dax were talking about how diet helps hmm. immensely. That's interesting. I mean, I was going to say before we even talked about me that, like, I could totally understand how diet would affect. Because, like, everything you're putting into your body, your body uses for, like, every process. So if you're eating or consuming something that, like, it doesn't like for some reason, it would make total sense that it could somehow affect your brain. And, like, it's using those proteins and those things to build other, like, parts. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes so much sense. I think it's, like, wild because, like, they... No one's really come out to talk about how your microbiome gut mm-hmm. or your gut microbiome um, like affects your mental health. But he was like, uh, like whenever like they say like don't go to anyone who has like history of mental illness, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, so you're saying that affects that? And it's like he like <laughs> is so excited to talk about that, and I'm excited because that's definitely a new like I literally what's that website you recommended to me? It's like when it's just. Stumble upon? Yes. Yeah. I when I did that for the first day, I read an article that just came out about how they the, there was a connection between schizophrenia and the gut microbiome. I think that was the same research that they were doing at Columbia when I was talking to that girl. What a coincidence! But that's crazy. It's just wild because it's all new research. I get so excited. That I'm going into this field and yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it's amazing, and I think you could be the forefront of that. You could be the new so what's her face. I'm just kidding. You wouldn't be like her. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes or whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. I fucking wish. She got so rich. Right? I would be smart and not get caught. <sighs> okay. I'd be the first to invest. Thanks. Once I get out the student debt. Give me your $3 you made at half price looks today. Fuck you. I spent that already. <laughs> you made negative $47 today at half price looks? Yes. <laughs> I'm such an entrepreneur. Uh, all right. Well... We love our parents. We didn't talk about them much. We but really do. It's just hard to talk about parents because you never want them to come off in a bad way most of the time because it's like at the end of the day, they like they did raise you and they mm-hmm. we are where we are because of them. And so it's hard to fault them for certain things because you're like, well, I'm not that fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw a tweet once and it was like, I'm scared to have kids because how do I make sure they have just enough childhood trauma to be funny? <laughs> so you know. that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thankful. They made me funny. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm thankful that I can. The only person who laughs at every single one of my jokes is my mom. <laughs> yeah. I, my mom does not laugh at my jokes. I sit. I so I sent my graduation announcements, like, last week. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, she just now got it. And I put, like, in the corner, like, from. I was like, your least favorite daughter. And then in the two, I said, my favorite money bags. <laughs> and I called her to talk about something. She's like... Why do you think like you're our least favorite daughter? Like you oh. know, like you say that all the time. Like you know you're not. <laughs> I'm like, because I literally talk you're about. Like, it all first the time. of all, I don't know. I'm not because I got to keep saying it. And I second know. Of all. <laughs> There's a lot of evidence pointing in the contrary. My mom likes Katie the most, and my dad likes Carrie the most. But anyway, I and digress. Likes you the most. No, I don't think he does. <laughs> if, if he had the chance, he would run away. I like you the most. Thank you. But she was like the the, the money bags part. That that's true. <laughs> <laughs> funny. I was like, I'm sorry. I thought you'd laugh, but apparently not. Anyway, okay. Let's fucking in this thing. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, world. Yeah. Follow us everywhere. Look in our bio if you want to know stuff, because I want to... Look in the bio, because they're funny. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, Anna. I have to pee. Okay. okay. I love you. I love you, too. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.